My name is Gavin Gee. I'm Joseph A. Smith, Jr. Hi, I'm Buzz Gorman. My name is Bill Matthews. My name's Tom Grunstall. My name's Darren Domang. Neil Milner. John Ryan. My name's Steve Antonakis. And this is an oral history of the start of the nationwide multi-state licensing system, better known as NMLS. In the first episode of this series, we set the stage by interviewing state regulators working across the country in the early 2000s. Today, I want to start with an interview I had with the late John Ryan, then president and CEO of the Conference of State Bank Supervisors. He began at CSBS in 1997 and brings a unique perspective into the topic of today's podcast, when state regulators decided it was time to develop a nationwide licensing system. Let's get into it. John Ryan, I'm president and CEO of the Conference of State Bank Supervisors. I have been with CSBS since 1997. I started off as, I think, an assistant VP for legislative affairs. I was part of the legislative team at CSBS. Uh, prior to that, uh, right out of uh, college, I attended UC Berkeley. I worked on Capitol Hill for the then House Banking Committee in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, uh, I think important to that experience was that was the uh, savings loan and banking crisis of the late 80s and early 90s and uh, the legislation that uh, uh, occurred at that time to respond to the uh, crises, the, the thrift and banking crises of that time. Uh, so that was 89 through 93, worked in the private sector for a consulting firm uh, with uh, the financial services clients and then came to CSBS. So question for you, prior to 2003, did CSBS engage much with the mortgage space? Yeah, so uh, yes, but it was um, it was a new thing and it was uh, pretty hotly debated among our members what the role of CSBS should be around non-depository activities in general and mortgage specifically. So CSBS was the gathering place for state bank commissioners, and most of our state bank commissioners were mortgage regulators. And I recall uh, a couple of commissioners at that time gathering in the corner of our meetings and starting to talk about um, uh, some enforcement issues they were working on and beginning in the beginnings of coordination. Uh, I remember as a part of our strategic planning process, probably not long after that, talking about CSBS uh, really becoming the association of uh, uh, the bank commissioners and a variety of things they did. And there was real discussion. Do we have the resources to effectively cover those areas? There was uh, another big settlement. It became a record settlement in 2002 of household finance uh, that then quickly they settled. They were purchased by HSBC, which I think was a state charter bank at the time. And then they flipped their charter to a national bank charter and then asserted preemption kind of going forward. So um, a lot of stuff was happening in the late 80s, early 2000s before 
2003, and they gave impetus for the state's um, uh, desire to work together in a more federated fashion. So this is happening, and several states are noticing actors who they don't necessarily want in the mortgage space issuing mortgages and doing this type of work. And the states come together in 2003, and someone brings up this idea of a mortgage project. Can you remember who might have done that and what really began that discussion? Gavin Gee had been uh, discussing this for a number of years based on his own experience with uh, the securities industry and problems in the securities industry and the challenges in holding uh, brokers accountable uh, and had worked uh, as a part of a project, I think in the late 70s, early 80s, with uh, the SEC and FINRA to create a nationwide licensing system. So he thought this was a model for issues that states were seeing in the 90s and early 2000s. And everybody else, who do you remember starting the discussion about the mortgage project? Gavin Gee, uh, the director of uh, the Department of Finance in Idaho, said, we need to do something about this. It started with Gavin Gee, uh, the commissioner of Idaho. Uh, Gavin Gee from uh, Idaho. I think it was Gavin. Gavin Gee. Gavin, who came up with the idea for this mortgage project? Uh... Matt, it probably depends on who you ask. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, as chairman of CSBS at the time, I had a real concern about the mortgage area. And honestly, I don't know if I came up with the idea, but I knew we needed to do something. And so it was important to me as chairman that uh, CSBS be involved in this because, uh, you know, looking back and even today, CSBS, in my opinion, was the only entity, at least that that had the resources, had the expertise, had the political will, and had the ability to fund or raise funds to create such a an entity as NMLS. Now, you originally came from the securities world before this, right? And the securities world standardized a while before the mortgage market. So tell me a bit about how that inspired you to push for a more standardized mortgage system for the states. I had my start um, with the department starting in securities. And I was fresh out of law school when I, I took the job with the Department of Finance. And one of my favorite classes in law school was securities law. And I wanted to do something in securities if I could. And, you know, the Department of Finance was the only state agency in Idaho that, you know, dealt with securities and administered securities law and had been doing so for many, many years. But the other interesting thing that was happening uh, at the time I was in securities was uh, the advent of multi-state licensing system for the securities industry. And I went through that process in securities, uh, you know, not as a leader, I wasn't on the board of NASA, but I was very active uh, in NASA and that whole process. And I saw the many advantages that 
a multi-state licensing system for the securities industry had uh, upon that industry for the regulators, for consumers. And I thought we could learn a lot from this process. And so I began pushing the notion of let's at least as a starting point, look at what happened in the securities area, because I think there are a lot of similarities to what's happening in the mortgage industry. In your experience, were there states that initially resisted the idea of building this system? Uh, absolutely, there were. In, in fact, yeah, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, the challenges of getting NMLS going was a lot of opposition from uh, state regulators. There were state regulators who didn't want to do it. Um, there were the industry was opposed to it largely, especially the large companies that had multi-state operations. And there was, you know, just a whole bunch of folks, federal regulators, um, some media folks and others who were really opposed to, you know, the states taking on this effort. So lots of opposition, but really the first people that need to be convinced this is worth the effort and time are the state regulators in the room. So Tom, can you introduce yourself? I know you wanted to talk about this a bit and then just mention the challenges that you saw. I was superintendent of banking in Iowa from 2002 to 2011. Before that, I worked at uh, Carroll County State Bank from 1978 till 2002. I was a state bank examiner and I worked at a bank in Des Moines, Iowa before that. So I've spent my entire career in the banking industry one way or another. Yeah, there were several states that had their own systems that really didn't want to give them up. Uh, there were, and they were concerned that their own legislatures would prohibit them from uh, joining a, a national system. Uh, so, it, you know, there was it, it wasn't a it wasn't unanimously accepted right off the bat that this was something that we should do. And there was also concern about how we were going to to make sure that it was financially doable. Uh, it, you know, there, there was a pretty hefty price tag to, to get the, the uh, NMLS uh, started. An awful lot of work with, with software development and, and uh, those sorts of things. So there, there was resistance uh, like there is with any new idea it's uh, there's risks and generally people that are especially career regulators are pretty risk averse. And what about you, Joe? I was actually skeptical about a, um, a, a big commonly held system to start. I mean, to answer your question, though, Gavin Gee and Montrese Jakimov clearly were the driving forces behind all this. And Gavin, I admired, respected from the day I met him. Um, and so I, I was certainly willing to listen to him and Montrese was yielded to no one in her passion for, for fairness and for, uh, and for the law. And so these were good people. I just, I wondered if we, if there wasn't a lower tech, lower touch, um, less expensive way 
to solve the problem. Uh, once I was talked into it, I got involved, but but it was uh, we had done ourselves some sort of low tech kinds of not workarounds, but sort of uh, you know uh, systems local systems based uh, automation that we thought was pretty good. <laughs> laughable in retrospect, but hey, it's what we had. We were we were inventing, we were making it up as we went along. So you've got an inspirational leader, some strong proponents, some strong opponents. Can you, uh, Steve, lay out the camps that kind of developed in the room while they were deciding whether or not to spend all of that money on NMLS? <laughs> uh, I would say um, you generally fell into three camps, I would say. There were a core number of states like Massachusetts that were very supportive. And there were reason there were very varied reasons for which we were supportive that I can go through in a moment. Uh, there were some states that weren't supportive, uh, some states that had already invested heavily in their own technology systems or licensing systems that they felt were sufficient and you know, that there wasn't a need to kind of reinvent the word, the wheel. Uh, I think we also had a challenge with some states in which the bank regulator and the mortgage regulator were two different entities uh, and, uh, you know, didn't necessarily see eye to eye with uh, what we were trying to accomplish and try to almost mirror some of the partnerships we had, you know, through multi-state examinations, both at the state level and with our federal counterparts. And then I think there were a good number of banks, uh, a good number of um, state banking departments that, you know, kind of had the wait and see approach. They were on the sidelines. They they knew that this was, you know, incredibly challenging undertaking, and they wanted to see if we could hit critical mass before they'd commit to the project. And the states were essentially putting their trust in CSBS, right? Did CSBS have the funding or the infrastructure to really embark on this yet? Well, that's very interesting you should ask that because I think this is really important about how what a risk we really were taking. So when I started at CSPS, we had like 20 staff members and a budget of uh, around $5 million a year. And we were spending just about all of that um, just to keep the lights on at CSPS. So the decision to take on building uh, this technological wonder that has become the nationwide multi-state licensing system, um, it was it was risky. It was definitely risky. So functionally, CSBS, a very small organization at the time, was asking states for money, for some of their autonomy, for their trust, and they needed your employees' time, right? Because you needed to figure out what you were going to build before you even built it, right? So in 2003, it was just a concept. So time, money effort, autonomy. So so how did you get the votes to even start? I have to say that Neil Milner um, was the reason it happened because um, Neil was very open to, to big ideas and to, you know, to trying big things. And, uh, and he encouraged that uh, of the limited staff that we had at that time uh, is to think big. And Neil, you really bridged the gap between banking regulators and the mortgage world. So introduce yourself for everybody. Thank you very much, Matt. Uh, my name is Neil Milner. Uh, I started with CSBS in 1996 uh, and was there full and part-time for 24 years, following 24 years with the Iowa Bankers Association. Uh, while in Iowa, I 
gained an appreciation for the relationship between banks and mortgages because at that time, studies showed that if a bank held the residential mortgage, it would have four to five additional services uh, in addition to the, to the mortgage. Uh, was very informative, but unfortunately, most Iowa banks did not have the capability of originating mortgages for the secondary market because they didn't have the technical expertise. So we formed the Iowa Bankers Mortgage Company to uh, complete forms for sale into the secondary market. And uh, small banks would just send in the application and larger banks would send it in so that they could be bundled uh, to get a better rate. Okay, so I've been chatting with you all for a little while now, and I, I think I'm piecing together what's happening in, in this 2003 timeframe. So Gavin, you come with this idea to build this system. There are concerns across the States about autonomy, the money, the time, uh, the risk. People are risk averse. When you're a regulator, you're risk averse and industry opposition. But this sounds like it's a story about people and having the right people doing the work. So I see you have a strong chair, Gavin. You understand securities. You understand systems like this. You have a strong CEO, Neil, who understands the mortgage market. You have a lot of trust and a lot of political capital coming from John Ryan, who was executive vice president at the time. And you've just got strong advocates. So Steve, Montrese, Joe with little convincing. So that sounds like it was at least enough to start the work. Am I right? That's a great question. I do think it's some of the things I've already mentioned. The fact that uh, CSBS was a well-respected, well-managed, well-run organization. And because it was CSBS, uh, even though they didn't have the resources, you know, to start a multi-million dollar operation like this, they were going to have to get funding from the states, from the industries, from other associations and so forth, that they had the ability and the respect uh, to do that because of their strong experience, their strong management team, their strong resources. Um, that's back when uh, Neil was the president of CSBS, highly respected. John Ryan was, I think, executive vice president, uh, strongly respected, and a very strong staff that supported them and very strong support uh, generally from uh, the uh, regulators, the state regulators, and even the federal regulators had a lot of respect for CSBS. And so uh, a lot of it was that uh, it was CSBS and the belief that I preached uh, at the time and others did too, that CSBS is the one that can get this done. we, we can do this. It's within our control. It's within our power to do this as state regulators. Are we going to have to come up with some money? Yes, we are. Are we going to have to change? Yes, we are. Are we going to have to get some laws changed in our, in our state and probably federally? Yes, we are. But it's within our power to do that because it's the right thing to do at the right time to do it. And um, these 
even the regulators who were resistant had to see what was happening in the mortgage industry. You know, they 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 had to see it unless they were just turning a blind eye to it. But uh, you know, it was in the headlines. It was happening uh, around the country, and oh, because they were experiencing it in their own state, and because they were seeing it around the country, I think they finally came to realize that it was time to do something and CSBS was the organization to make it happen uh, with the strong support from state regulators and other associations and other uh, people in, in the industry, hopefully, and others who saw the need for this to happen. So a strong team, strong leadership, and a lot of trust, but that's just enough to get us to the point where you can start the work in 2003. So we're going to stop here and we're going to pick back up with our next episode where we talk about all the hard work that went into just planning for the system, the tension around the final vote, and all the opposition you faced along the way. Stay tuned, everybody. Simply Stated is a podcast produced by the Conference of State Bank Supervisors. I'm Matt Longacre, Director of Communications at CSBS. This podcast on the history of the NMLS is a special series. Thank you to everyone who volunteered to be interviewed, the team at CSBS who handled recording logistics from afar, and the entire communications staff for their contributions to this great series. Thanks again for listening.